Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. Now, on this week's episode, we are talking about She-Hulk episode three and all sorts of other stuff, but we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. Hey, everyone, this is Dylan. And I'm Michael. I literally had to close my eyes because Dylan was uh, mirroring what I was saying. Coming uh, for your job. Coming for my job. Um, but I uh, anyway, here we are. It's like I almost lost it, Dylan. Almost lost it. But that was anyway. my lip sync. My lip sync for my life. <laughs> so if if uh, you are concerned, don't worry. We won't spoil anything until we are done with the news. Uh, so speaking of news, Dylan, what'd you find on the internet this week? What you got? All right. So last week, well, we'll start with some DC stuff. There's a there's a there's a concerning one, and there's some good news for DC for once. Ooh, concerning. You know? So we got some good. There's stuff. always a concerning one when it comes to DC, Dylan. Yeah, but we're getting it out of the way, okay? We'll, okay. we'll do the bad one first. Um, so we reported last week that it looked like they had their new Kevin Feige and that guy yes. named Dan Dan Lin. He produced the It movies and I it was a bunch David of other. Lin. Uh, Dan Lin. Dan Lin, not too bad. Yeah, um, <laughs> he did the It movies, Lego movies, stuff like that. Right, right. Um, but it turns out, I guess negotiations fell through. Something, you know, jargon with his production company. He wanted. A stake in it something like that it doesn't it doesn't matter okay but um they're on the hunt again uh for their next choice um apparently they don't have another person in mind but hmm. they're gonna be begin the search again so i don't know so they only it, really they had just the one had the one choice i guess so huh. um but it sucks that they're gonna have to go with their like backup whoever it is if they have one but so you know look- let me ask you, Dylan, how much money would it take for Feige to do it? Well, he'd have to leave Disney. Right, exactly. Um, how much money? I don't know. Well, do you think Not you think way more with their no, minimal yeah. spending? Yeah, yeah, no way. There's no Could way. Never happen. But millions and millions, because I'm sure he gets some kind of percentage from what Disney sells, and he probably knows that DC isn't gonna sell as well. So right. they would have to pay him up front. Like an insane. All right. So next question: How much for you to do it? I do it for free. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've already been doing it for free. We've been telling them how to. All they gotta do is download each episode. You know. Right. But not the ones where we review, like BBS or anything. Like we're just ripping on them on those. Yeah, that's not very constructive. But um, we've you grown. Know, you know. Yeah. I wasn't on that one. So, or was I? I don't. I, don't, I actually have no idea. Uh. But you know, whatever. Well, I'm sure we'll have a good update soon about who the next one is. But yeah. amid them canceling everything, they have confirmed that Joker, Joker Two, Folie A Deux, is uh, officially greenlit. Um, it's the only movie that's been greenlit, so everything else uh, apparently has wow. it, including including Blue Beetle, um, which is oh, really? filming. So we'll see okay. how that goes. Uh, might be a Batgirl situation, but hopefully not. I hope it comes out. Um, and then mm. Harley Quinn, the animated series, got a season four renewal at HBO Max. So there's some new DC stuff coming, you know? That's good. I mean, hopefully it's hardly it's, a uh, Joker, but well, like, I mean, is it hard to agree- give those a green light? I don't know. It's just like, oh, Harley Joker. Uh, what else? Batman? We're going to get some Batman? I'm sure Matt Reeves' Batman 2 is coming in the Penguin show, but. Outside of Gotham, I'm not sure what. I forgot about the Penguin show. Yeah, so did they. I think we'll see. <laughs> um, is there who's it? Is there someone attached to play Penguin? Yes, uh, Will 
Not Will Ferrell. Colin Will Ferrell. Ferrell is, yeah, Colin Ferrell is. Oh, okay. The most so, I, I, well, I mean, I don't know. You never know with DC. Like, is it? Are they? Yeah. Okay. He's cool. supposed to reprise his role. Oh. Um, reprising. I'm sure it'll be an origin story. Origin of Penguin. Uh, Penguin Begins. I don't know. What's the a good title for that? Uh, Bef- before mm, Penguin. I don't know. I don't know. It has something about flight, or being a non-flightless bird. Penguin first flight. No. <laughs> Uh, no, it doesn't work either. Horrendous. I don't know. We're, we're, we're going to this live on the air for yeah. free, Dylan. Yeah, we'll come back to... <laughs> this is why we should be in charge of DC, because of titles Absolutely. like that. At least it'd be memeable. Um, that's that's, all, that's really what you need. So. Well. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> are you ready to move on to Marvel? Um, Absolutely, always. Okay, ah. so... Ah. Uh, we'll get to that later. That's the end of the episode. Um, so... Uh, Via the town, which is a podcast from a deadline scooper. Deadline is a, a scooper news outlet. His name is Justin Kroll, whatever. He works for Deadline, so that's what gives him credibility. You know, he has actual sources. Um, <laughs> he said he's talking about the Thunderbolts movie, and he said, um, Florence Pugh has got the Marvel superhero that's already got a spinoff. Um, upcoming for her actually on that character is the Thunderbolts film, which is basically Marvel's suicide squad. Hopefully it has better results, but the concept is it'd be her leading the team of Wyatt Russell's John Walker and Daniel Bruhl's Zemo. So we've kind of speculated that we've they would be in the basically Thunderbolts. Basically assumed, right? That that's been... Yeah, it's just another little crumb of confirmation, you okay. know? Um, from, from our trusted scooper. Yeah, I love uh, Justin Kroll. Yeah. is Okay, uh, not to tangent again, but like, is scooper... Like, when you're a scooper... Is that your full time job, or are you like you also like deliver pizzas or something? Um, it's normally not their full time job. Okay, because you be have scooper. to like you can't really make money off of being a scooper unless you're like doing videos for it or something okay. or writing articles or something. But um, generally, how, no. How do these scoopers get their scoops? Just it's generally a reporter, some kind of reporter that starts leveraging their sources mm. to trickle information and often okay. the scoops if they're the real scoops are given to them from people who work at marvel dc whatever because right, they're like in, intentionally revealed yeah right um and like normally it's used to gauge audience reaction like oh sure. they're gonna do a like a naomi show like maybe you know and then right. oh if it gets like ripped apart online, then you might not have it, you know. Right then, but, what Naomi show? Yeah, exactly. We never thought about that. There's no background movie. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I'm looking forward for uh, more Yelena. I'm always down for absolutely you know, more Flo- Miss Flo. Uh, <laughs> if you if you've been keeping up with Don't Worry Darling press tour, Miss Flo is. I believe uh, you know that big. I have not. Well, next time we're gonna do a full review on it. I yeah, next week gonna, we're gonna skip She Hulk and She-Hulk. just yeah, just do a deep dive. Yeah. Because I'm sure it will Ms. explode even further by next week. I'm sure, yeah. Miss um, Flow has been trending, so for good things, like uh, oh, is she is she is she, uh, is she the right side of history on this, or is she uh, one of the? Yeah, uh... everyone everyone's team Flow. I think. Okay, yeah. that's good. Good, good. There's there's team Olivia Wilde. There's team Harry Styles. There's team Chris Pine at this point. There's... Team Chris Pine. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, Love yourself. Come on. No one, I don't think, is Team Shia LaBeouf, but he's in the mix, too. Uh, anyway. Just do it. Yeah, he sucked. Um, <laughs> I forgot okay. he was even in that movie. So, as you know, because your sister manager is going, Monica, 
uh-huh. podcast guest star. Uh, yes. D23 is next week. That's right. This week? This week. This she's, weekend. This week. Yeah. This week. She's Her yeah. last day is tomorrow, Wednesday, right. today, I should say. Uh, she flies out at like five in the morning on Thursday. We're talking about it next week. Oh, yes. <laughs> but it's happening. The Marvel stuff is what I think we're excited about. What oh, most yes. of our listeners are probably. Um, there's been lots of rumors. Um, but there's one that has got a lot of traction from this scooper, Michael. Um, scooper. Who is swearing up and down that it's true. Okay. And it's like to the point where it's like circulating everywhere. Um, I don't think it's true. Well, I don't know. It's it's a it's a toss-up. I just want to put it. it out there. We're talking about a rumor. We're not talking about uh facts for this news story, okay? Oh, okay. This is a guy who is uh, this is his first Marvel scoop. He's a horse race uh like reporter. He reports on like horses. <laughs> cool. Um, but he says he's got some Marvel sources, but um Okay. He he revealed the cast that will be uh, that Marvel Studios has signed that will be revealed at D23 um, with okay. some of them on stage. Uh, and the cast is uh, John Boyega, a.k.a. Finn, a.k.a. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, not going to Disney Plus me. <laughs> a.k.a. Um, uh, Idris Elba's son from Pacific Rim 2. Sure, yeah. I like him a lot. I would, I would, I do like, I like, I think I do it'd be like cool if he, Finn Boyega. I hope that, I would hope he would get like a nice juicy role to make up for, uh, you know the lackluster Finn reception. I, I think know. he really wanted Finn to be a Jedi. So like, if he got some kind of cool like badass like action role, I think that'd be that'd be awesome that he might consider. You know, right? I think he's definitely done with Star Wars. People ask him about it all the time. He's like, hell no. But, but who knows? Next one is Jodie Comer. She is from Killing Eve. She's from Free Guy. She's from The Last Duel. Um, if you haven't seen those, she's like relatively new, so you might not know her, but. She's a blonde lady, so people are saying Sue Storm, you know? But it really could be anyone. I mean, okay. <laughs> um, sure. She's a great... She's like a big up-and-coming actress, so I could see it happening. No- normally, Marvel will, like... If it's not like a one-off villain role, they'll snatch up, like, an up-and-comer because they don't have to pay them as much. Right. Rather than, sense. like, going for Emily Blunt or something like that, that would be more costly. <laughs> of course. I mean, that way you lock them down for a longer deal and you don't have to pay them nearly as much that makes sense and that's perfect for them because they will be famous after the movie comes right. out you know and Absolutely. then the next one you'll have them signed on for another movie and at that rate you know but uh Jodie comer is cool so uh last duel i really liked that movie came out last year and she was still uh, the, seen that. the star of that she was good next one is daisy edgar jones she is from normal people it's a hulu show and where the crawdad sing i think that's pretty much it she's been in a few other things but okay. she's another like similar up-and-coming actress but she's really good um john krasinski we already know okay if yeah. that's true it would be reed richards right i don't see how it i not, mean it would have not to be, be. Right? <laughs> he's franklin richards actually oh as an adult for oh some reason. time traveler okay yeah. okay these next two i'm excited about if it's true it's uh john carlo okay. esposito and denzel washington <laughs> Okay. It seems a little lofty, but like you never yeah. know what could happen. But when I saw these two, I immediately thought like Professor X and Magneto. I think that'd be like a super sure. cool that'd be like an amazing duo for them, you know? Absolutely. Um that seems like too optimistic. Like I that think, would never happen. I think but I they saw would that they would Giancarlo be perfect for that. Esposito 
thing. Yeah, like, we talked about it. We, he said he was ago, talking right? about Charles Xavier. So oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. I don't believe this scooper. Then that just sounds like I don't know. This fan scooper casting? doesn't know. What it, yeah, sounds like fan casting. Regardless, regardless, I don't know what happened, but I'm okay. excited. Irregardless, there's going to be a hard edit <laughs> there somewhere. So uh, thank you for bearing with us for technical difficulties. But, but when, long story short, if that happened, I'd be very excited. That would be like that would be amazing casting, you know? Absolutely. But we'll see. Um, okay, so we got some box office news. Last okay. this weekend was Cinema Cinema Day, the first ever Cinema Day, and tickets were three dollars everywhere, like Alamo, uh, Regal, AMC, like every theater, pretty much. Uh huh. Was this on your radar at art? Is that something you considered? Probably I'm, not because no, you're A list. Yeah, I am A list uh, premiere, um, and I was working, so no. Oh, hey, there's after work. Okay, uh, you could have don't 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 use the excuses, Michael. I I don't there actually are 8 p.m. movies. That's true. That's true, but we had. But I did. You have free like, movies, so there's no literally no true. reason to go. Yeah, there's no reason to do it. So, like, do we know how it performed? Did they get people out in the theaters? Yeah. So it, there were like. Um, oh yeah, I couldn't be watching Coneheads. At oh work. okay, more we important. Were, yeah, 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 more important. We're watching Coneheads at, at Clear Lake. Uh, to put it into perspective, movies were uh, like on Friday, like a million tickets sold, and then it was like nine million tickets sold on Saturday. Wow. Um, so it was a huge turnout. But it was like a really dismal box office weekend because there were three dollars. No yeah, it's basically like their free comic book day, you know, like it's not sure. a money making day. It's a thing to get people back to the theaters and hopefully they come back, you know. Sure. But I don't know. That if that, I don't know if that's going to work out because like apparently it went really poorly a bunch of places like, oh, no, all the tickets were pre sold out online. So people were going up like literally every seat. So people were going up to the theater, like trying to buy tickets and there was just nothing. So they'd be turned away. And Oof. there were lots of instances of like police emptying theaters because people are getting too rowdy and stuff. Like, Holy crap, really? Wow. Yeah, it was a it was a thing to witness. I wish I had been there, but I had other stuff going on also. But sure. Um, Top Gun Maverick was the number one movie. <laughs> it beat uh, okay. out the release of Spider-Man No Way Home. That's embarrassing. Uh, n- narrowly beat it out, but still. Well, I, I mean, I, yeah. don't know. I feel like everyone's seen Spider-Man already. I think everyone's seen both of those movies. Um, I, I haven't. So seen it was really them. well. You're normal the, people. I think the only American who hasn't seen that movie. Um, I'm sorry. I'll hand him anyway, my driver's license. You know, I'm not a big, a huge fan of the movie, but like, you, you can't it. deny it's the number one. Uh, I said it was fine. I think I yeah. gave it a three on Letterboxd. Um, Generous. No, I mean, listen, it, it's going to be nominated for Best Picture, okay? So, is it? You think so? It will. It will. Oh. It's going to be the, the you know, blockbuster nomination this year, I think, unless something crazy happens with Avatar 2. But we'll see. Um, but anyway, it beat out Spider Man No Way Home, the re release, which I went to. Uh, it was 11 extra minutes of footage, and most of it was meh. It was fine. It, it was uh, some comedic bits that. I was wondering, I don't know why they cut out, but the movie was already long enough. Yeah, I guess. I guess you save money if you make it a shorter movie. But um the like the biggest chunk of it was a like a Betty like news reporting scene, you know? Okay. Uh it was that and the and the new after credit scene was her as well. So don't go expecting like a bunch of new spidey you could, stuff, you know. 
See, because I would expect that you would get some Toby and Andrew stuff, right? Like, there's I, that, a little bit. Okay. The scene where they're talking on the Statue of Liberty before the fight is extended. Okay. And it was like a little, it was too long. I saw why they cut it out because it was the same two shots of people talking, but it was like for three minutes long. Oh. Clearly, wow. like just a bunch, trying a bunch of lines and sure. You know what I mean? Like it stretched mm-hmm. out too much. Uh, but it was funny. It was good. Um, and then you got a little 30 second Matt Murdock scene, but you know. Okay. You can watch it at home soon, I'm right. sure, unless they withhold it for longer. Yeah, I that's well, that's all that's the thing is like all this stuff was supposed to be included on the Blu-rays, right? Like that was the that's the big annoyance is that they mm-hmm. solicited the Blu-ray release or the home video release, I should, I should say, and uh then deleted and then took out the deleted scenes from the home release because that had to had to build this as a never before seen. Yep. You know, whatever, which is super duper lame. Yeah, it's too soon, I think, you know? Yeah. It came out this year, you know, or like within right. a year. It's not, you can't double dip that quick, I think, but no way. You know, I mean, oh well. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, it worked on you. You went to go see it. I was forced by Ron. Okay. It wasn't oh. my choice. I hadn't, I had no choice but to go. No, it, I went, I went, uh, my own free will. It was fine. It's nice seeing a uh, crowd pleaser in the theater again. I feel like I've seen a lot of stinkers lately. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Um, people were still cheering for those moments. Wow. Like, it was the first time. Um, okay, last is like a little mini one, because uh, it's a, another rumor, but um, have you been, have you watched House of the Dragon at all? Uh, no. It's three episodes so far. Okay, I have bad news, Michael. It's bad? No, it's the other one. It's actually pretty good. Oh. Um, I know, I'm sorry. Like, I was hoping to say, like, it's it was good. It was, oh, man. I was hoping to still be done with Game of Thrones and be like, this show is garbage. That it's not bringing me back. But this show's actually good, so I'm sorry. Uh, Dang it. I'm not saying you gotta watch it, but like... Okay. But I should, though. It's doing really well. It's having that cool water cooler moment that Game of Thrones used to have and I don't know it's like it's a lot more focused than Game of Thrones it's like basically one family you know so okay Targaryens so um it's not like the first episode here's meet 50 people and you'll figure out what they have to do with each other at the end of the season like kind of thing you know right a lot more streamlined but um the rumor is that Elizabeth Olsen and Henry Cavill are being added to the show um for season two I don't I, I don't know. I don't want that for her. Uh no. do bigger, bigger things. I know it doesn't get as big as Game of Thrones, and if, it, if she isn't, I hope it's like a guest star, but of course, can you guess who people think she would be playing? Which I think is too on the nose if she okay. is in the show. Who's that Dylan? Would that be Melisandre? Yeah, it would be. <laughs> Jeez. Because she's you- red. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, so so she would be like the Scarlet Witch. No, the Red Priestess. Oh, I'm sorry. It's different. No, no. no. Wait, wait, wait. I'm confused. So Melisandre is not Scarlet Witch. Oh, uh, I've... I think she's what inspired Scarlet Witch. Yeah, that's it. Okay, got it. Well, I mean, it's older. It takes place in history. So. <sighs> 
That's embarrassing. If that's, I mean, okay. I'm, I mean, I, she'd be good at it, but sure. That's like super right. lame, like typecast. That's it. That, that, that sounds like, that's uh, what makes me think it's fake. It sounds like, sounds like fan cast. Nonsense. More fan cast. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool? And then Henry Cavill is what Jon Snow. Well, no, no, no. It's, I from mean, way, it's from before, right? I don't know. Yeah, it's not Jon Snow, but I don't know who he would play, some random person. But, I mean, you can guess who... Okay, let's do the... You, you got one. Uh, with the Marvel casting, who do you think people think that he's playing in Marvel? Henry Cavill? Yeah. Uh... You got this. It's, an, it's the same thing. So the same surfer. line of thinking. No, same line of thinking as what you just did with oh, Elizabeth Olsen. Is it Captain America? No, it's Hyperion. The oh, Hyperion. Marvel okay. Superman. Okay, I okay. I was going for more like banner character, not like similar powers. Oh, makes sense. Because like, um, who cares about Hyperion? Sorry. Is that some stock casting you could get behind? Or sure, I don't care. I like Henry Cavill. Fine. Like, yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He's better when he cares about the the role. True. So, It'd I mean, be kind of interesting to see him as like a Superman parody character, but I want to see him as um, jokes. I want to see him as Nightwatch, <laughs> the Spawn knockoff. That's what. Um, I, I don't know if that's gonna happen. We'll see. I'm, assume, I'm assuming Nightwatch's movie will be announced at D23, but well, Sony will. Well, Sony will announce it. I'm sure they're gonna have a, yeah. a, a Nightwatch trilogy. Yeah, I think he's spitting out of the Madam Web movie. Yeah. <laughs> Spinning, it's like a web. It's like uh, a that's all I got. Wow. No okay. Well. All right. Well, let's hear about this live sale. I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale. Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login. Join us every Wednesday night from seven to nine PM Central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com live to read all the details. Hashtag ad. And we are back. And before we get to my news, we are going to do our picks of the week. I'm going to go first. I'm picking... Alien number one. Uh, for, the for, dramatic pause, right? Um, no, I, I was coming. I was trying to come up with a spur of the moment funny joke about how I gave Philip Kennedy Johnson a ride. I was going to say, and veteran of my car, Philip <laughs> Kennedy Johnson. Uh, so he is writing this new Alien book. Uh, he wrote the last one. Um, it was very well received, and the covers for these are super cool. Great interiors. Um, but yes, I did have to give Philip Kennedy Johnson a ride back from one of our signings one time and we got stuck in traffic uh horrendous horrendous gallery of traffic uh <laughs> to get him back to his hotel but he was very nice super cool um yeah he was a cool guy yeah he was way cooler than i expected super cool super awesome that's why everyone needs to come to the bedrock signings because you get like yes an entrance into these creators before they pop off you know exactly you see now i could be like hey hey phil Remember the guy that drove me back to your hotel for an yeah. hour from the store that was ten minutes away. That was me. What's up, the Mini Cooper? Now, remember? Now he writes all the Superman books too. Yeah, or right. Some of them. Um, okay, so speaking of Bedrock signings, remember Lee Bermejo? 
Uh He came for Batman Damned, a hardcover release. Um, He's got another Bat book out this week. It's called Batman Dear Detective. And this one is kind of interesting because it's a treasury size again, but it's like a collection of his Batman covers, but it's like woven together with stories that he's written. Okay. Maybe about each image or I'm not exactly sure because I haven't read it yet, but it's like a page of, of writing and then a page that's like one of his variants or covers that he did. So it's like basically an art book with stories in it, but um, it's seven ninety nine as treasury in size and it has really pretty art. So that's all you need to know. If you're a nice. Libra Mayhill fan, it's for you. Very cool. Um, so uh, my, my secondary pick of the week would be, um, Oh, well, it's not even, not even really a pick of the week cause we don't carry it, but the new Stephen King novel drops today. Um, <laughs> it's sitting right over there. I have it. It's called fairy tale. I'm very excited to read it. This is the first book I I will have read by a man in a year and a half. So breaking the streak for Stephen King. Um, but I'm excited about it. So anyway, go pick up the new Stephen King novel. Um, speaking of that, going through the news and the headlines and all that stuff, um, you come across some really silly headlines and, uh, I want to know, there's a website called best of netflix.com best dash of dash netflix.com. Never heard of them before, but they popped up on my feed with, with, with the, the article titled Stephen King claims stranger things owes a lot to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Have you seen stranger things? Like that's, there's an article on this. Like, I don't know. Like, who, who are these websites for? Breaking so news. Breaking news. <laughs> movie is inspired by very similar other movie and novel. But anyway, uh, we're going to get into my news here, my actual news. So um, there was some D&D controversy this weekend. Um, Dylan, did you Isn't catch there always? There, no. Um, <laughs> no, there's not really. They're always D&D apologizing con- for something. Well. It's happened several times, Michael. Have they? I don't remember. Yeah, not not like this. This they, they had to they had to remove some racist content from a book. Um, this one is from their new Spelljammer Adventures in Space box set, which I am very excited about. Um, they brought back an older uh fantasy race from Spelljammer called the Hadozi, uh, who are a a, a group of space chimpanzees, and. There's a lot of problematic stuff with the depictions of them in the past. Um, not only how they look, but also details about them. They were enslaved and experimented on, but it was okay because they liked it. Um, and then some of the pictures can kind of look like minstrel shows. It's just it's just not good. Okay. So anyway, they brought them back um, and didn't really update the look or the story because like you can bring them back you can still have space chimps but you know yeah make it not a problem. Tinkering. so yeah. they have apologized they have removed it from their they have they have removed all the images from dnd beyond uh, which is their digital storefront and they've edited out the offending content and all future printings of the book will have the changed materials so there you are so Get get those books while you can because they're not going to be reprinted for a while. Um, there's that. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, so you know I've been covering um horror movies that are or, or 
spooky season streaming news, right? Like uh, we talked about how, how uh, Peacock has got some really good stuff coming up. I will tell you, one of my most favorite Stephen King miniseries is now on Hulu. And Stephen King tweeted it out. And apparently, according to him, it's his favorite miniseries that he's ever written. And it's 25 years old. So, like, I actually believe it. You know what I mean? He's not selling anything. Um, it's called Storm of the Century. Uh, and it's uncut and unrated. Dylan, have you ever seen Storm of the Century? Never heard of it. It's fantastic. Um, it takes place in Maine, as they all do, during a really <laughs> big during a really big nor'easter. Uh, and it's which is a big snowstorm and shared dreams, psychic vampires. It's great. Really, really good. Highly recommend watching it. I love Storm of the Century. Very cool. And one of the very few Stephen King films slash TV shows that is not based on a book. It is written for television. So That's cool. Yes, and he wrote it, obviously. Um, so there's that. Super cool on Netflix. I just picked up the VHS tape of it, but now I'm probably going to watch the... Because it hasn't been in print for a long time. Like I, It might not even be on Blu-ray. I'm not I don't want to commit to that, but I don't think it's on Blu-ray. Huh. Um, so very hard to come by. Not like expensive if you find the DVD or tapes, but like just uncommon. So very yeah. cool to see this thing on uh, on Hulu. Um, we got some Hellraiser news. We brought you last week. I think there was the 30 second teaser. Um, but this week we got a, a new image of Jamie Clayton as Pinhead. Um, and she looks so cool. Um, I yeah. love it. I'm that's like wallpaper territory. The, the, the big wide, widescreen image that they released looks really, really neat. If it um, wasn't so off putting appropriately, it could be a right. good wallpaper. Oh, I think it's fine. Um, yeah, I love needles in a face. That's, I mean, it's really chills so, me out. There's so many of them. It's okay. Right. It's like, a. it's like when something is so gory, it's funny. Right. It's like that. I don't feel that way. I see. <laughs> um, Either way, the image is very aesthetically pleasing, I should say. It is, yeah. Um, so the plot of the new movie um, is a young woman struggling with addiction comes into possession of an ancient puzzle box, unaware that its purpose is to summon the Cenobites, a group of sadistic supernatural beings from, a, from another dimension. And it has been rated. It has been rated R. Uh, shock. I mean. <laughs> PG. Yeah. Uh, for strong, bloody horror, violence, and gore. Language throughout, some sexual content, and brief graphic nudity. Um, shocking yeah i mean so all the things you expect at a hellraiser um it is directed by david bruckner who helmed the night house and the ritual as well as sections of vhs so that is cool uh we also got a treat uh or a little teaser for their new uh the score for the movie by ben lovitz and i'm not normally a score person but i thought this was pretty good um I thought it was sufficiently creepy. And we also got to see the new box, the new lament configuration box. So very cool. Okay. So did you listen to it, Dylan? Yeah, that seemed spooky. I don't yeah. know. Um, and this movie it wasn't comes very out... bombastic or anything. There's not like a lot to say no, about it. Right. It's not like when when I had you listen to that new Halloween track like a couple months ago. It's like, yeah. wow, there's a lot going on in that thing. This is very moody, right? Um, but this uh the new hellraiser i think it's just called hellraiser comes out october 7th so on hulu on uh, well but I look see it in theater but pray pray has told us right 
you have like you basically have a theater in your house, Dylan. It's not the same, and you know it. I don't have the communal emotional experience. Invite me over, then we'll. I'll just, okay. I'll just, <laughs> I'll bring my spray butter. And I'll spray it during quiet parts. Perfect. That'll really add to yeah. the ambiance. Make me feel like I'm at Regal. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't realize this was the same director as Nighthouse. I really like that movie. So yeah. I'm even more excited now. I look. Hellraiser hasn't been good in a really, really long time. Okay, so I, I you can honestly, only improve then only really the first two were any good so i'm definitely here for this um we also have some halloween ends news so there's the first one is i it could be considered a spoiler i suppose but they release it as a production image so if you care about halloween ends minor spoilers minor callback spoilers skip ahead um they did release an image of michael myers stabbing laurie strode with a knitting needle which is exciting because that's like that's how she stabbed him in the first one so it's a nice piece of symmetry there and it looks really cool very excited for this movie uh with the the the, they're saying quote only one of them will survive which doesn't really mean that they're both gonna die because it could mean you know i never survived this and i just didn't mentally recover or whatever but that's a very tricky wording um but Hmm. we also um got a quote from david gordon green uh where he it seems like he doesn't even know which ending he's using he filmed several Hmm. i don't so this movie comes out soon i don't have the date in front of me but it's next month um where's the quote? october 14th coming to theaters in peacock oh that's right theaters in peacock yikes okay um let's see he had an interview with empire magazine um he tells empire that the film's ending well is still very much in flux quote it changes every day gordon tells the outlet um in theory the picture is locked but this morning i called the editor (laughs) editor and said what if we do this one thing i i speak with john carpenter and jamie lee curtis regularly about it it's exciting uncertain satisfying and sad i've enjoyed the ride but it's probably time to get off i think we're going to go out with a bang um if our second film was free for all violent chaos this is a more intimate atmospheric conclusion um i'm very excited that this the trailer for this one looked really good uh and i think i'm really hopeful that they learned a lot from kills because kills very optimistic his kills was not good uh and this is coming from a really big halloween fan but i will try to see this in the theater because it's halloween yeah it's a good theater experience i think for sure um and my final news piece tonight Dylan is uh Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. That's right. Oh, Remember we, we covered it a while ago and the trailer's out. <laughs> you've heard the pitch, you've seen the photos. Now it's time to see this year's wackiest horror film in action. Um so yes, uh, if you don't know, Winnie the Pooh has entered public domain. So now he's a slasher uh, a slasher movie. So you have you have them all from the Hundred Acre Woods. You got uh, you got Winnie the Pooh. You got Piglet. You got them all. They're all here. You're all friends. Um, in a clear case, uh, this is from a Fangoria article. In a clear cut case of quote doing what it, what doing what it says on the tin, Blood and Honey was precisely the film one imagined upon hearing the title, a slasher movie starring Winnie the Pooh. Um, so the trailer is out. And Dylan, what did you think about it? I think it looks bad. Um... I would love for it to be good, but it looks like really unimaginative and like 
I don't know, something that would like come and go on Shutter and no one would ever talk about if it wasn't Winnie the Pooh, you know? It to me it looks a lot like um as someone who bought a lot of these movies, it looks a lot like a movie you would have bought that went straight to DVD at Walmart in 2002. Yeah, that's the. Are they going for that vibe, or is it just low quality? I hope so, but because it really is sending a lot of wrong turn five, you know, or like just forgettable slasher junk from the early two thousands. I don't. I don't know if that's on purpose. That's I hope what it so. Looks like it looks like. I don't know. It's just like a dude in a pig mask, and like it, I don't know. Like, um, I feel like there's a more imaginative, like, fun way to do this. Like maybe. Of course there is. This is shot in 10 days. Like come to life to or something like that. Like it, they turn out like sweet little kids shows and they start like hunting kids or I don't know, something like more sinister. I don't know. Um, that like trades on the sweet nature of Pooh. That would be more interesting to me. But sweet this just like looks honey. like Yeah. Hmm. This just looks like a dumb a dumb slasher. It does. It does. Um we don't have a release date yet, but uh we'll definitely keep you up to date but that's all i've got so let's hear about these tabletop events now it's time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming tabletop events for the month of july all exact dates and formats can be found on our discord server kicking it off with keyforge we run two events a month at our clear lake location from 7 p.m till around 9 Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. We also love our role-playing games. Once a month at our Clear Lake store, we host an in-store one-shot RPG for players of all skill levels. Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. There is no entry fee, however we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited, and sign-ups are only open for about three weeks before the event. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. These events occur at Arcady and Clear Lake locations. We'll see you at the game tables. And we are back, and we're going to talk about She-Hulk Episode 3. Full spoilers for She-Hulk Episode 3. You have been fully warned. Um, And if you stay tuned tuned to the (laughs) the post-credits last week, you heard Dylan correctly predict the guest star of this week's episode. It wasn't really even, I don't want to take any credit. It was just... You read the link out loud. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, but though, to be fair, you, you called that months ago also yeah we talked about that way before like that we're scoopers. We can t- yeah we're the scoopers yeah we could be scoopers i have the i have the black adam trailer uh that hasn't come out that's coming out on thursday you know like you have that yeah we did, a test, we did a test screening for it oh that's literally right. um we could do it but we have integrity okay yeah that's right we have journalistic integrity here so anyway let's talk about she hulk episode three uh um this is continuing to be awesome. Very, very good. I love it. This is my favorite Marvel show so far. How did this one stack this episode it's, stack up to the others? It's even, even better, man. This is it's so enjoyable. It's such an easy watch. Like 
I'm, it is. I saw someone compare it to Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I think it's like a good in that like police stuff is happening, but it's not about like it's not like NYPD Blue or something. Like that. <laughs> right. It's, just it's like not, a, it's not a hard watch at all. It's very easy. Yeah, I agree. I I'm about it. I I love it. Um, so go ahead, Dylan. I'm sorry to step on your toes. Well, there were like dual storylines in this one. We had like the abomination case, like against the parole board. And yeah. then we had the like pug defending Dennis Bukowski case um, with the Asgardian shapeshifter. But like with the abomination one, we got, we got a long appearance. We did. And he's going to be in the next one as well. But um, I thought he was a good addition. I thought, I think Wong's tone fits well with the She-Hulk. He with does. With the She-Hulk show. Um, did you enjoy seeing Mr. Benedict Wong? I did. I did. I like seeing Wong. I liked, I liked that he was late and I liked uh, <laughs> She-Hulk's line of, you know, how does a guy who has has no motive for interpretation, how is he still late? It's true. You know, I mean, like, he's a sorcerer supreme, okay? He's got some He has important things stuff. To I liked his little, uh, like, LinkedIn phone yes, that they were looking oh my at with the Target sales associate was his first job. <laughs> I'm like, that's probably why Wong is so patient, you know? It's uh, true. He worked in customer service. Yeah, we we could be Sorcerer Supreme based on easily, that, you know. Yeah, or Give we could me be a sling Hulks. Ring. We could be Hulks because we've practiced managing our anger also every day, <laughs> every day. Just kidding. I'll, um, be, I'll be Abomination. Oh, I'll be uh, Scar. No, I don't know. Um, Red Hulk. Uh, so I don't know. I thought that that uh, that case was. Um, like it solidified the the theory that like you know abominations up to something slimy you know mm-hmm. like we don't trust him right no definitely not with his little cult that he's forming with his soulmates yeah his uh seven his eleven soulmates something like seven that. or yeah. eleven I don't know some some large number eight I think it might be eight people were this is why you don't speculate on things too wildly people thought that his because last week they said oh I've got like. 11 soulmates or whatever that I've been or pen pals that I've been talking to people are like it's the Thunderbolts you know <laughs> um, but no it wasn't that so Every, like everybody thinks everything is going to be a massive reveal I think yeah I think it's Mephisto for sure uh, I mean we were guilty that early on in Disney Plus you know of... I I will not no 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 I'm not gonna uh like take the L for that because they they planted the clues. Okay, there was a, an abundance of evidence there of Mephisto and, clues. Uh, yeah, we still don't know what chanting for the children means at all. Uh, I don't think we ever or all the one. devil symmetry uh, or symbolism, but you know, it was an homage to Mephisto. Yeah, of course. Say that? That's got to be it. I didn't make it up. Okay. Mm. And also, they swerved us with Quicksilver. I wouldn't blame people for that either. I'm sorry, for the Ralph, Ralph, Ralph Boner. Boner. Yeah. My that boy. time, it was earned, I think. Yes. Um, but anyway. Um, yeah, so the Abomination case was cool. I don't really get the... One part I didn't really understand was the Wong... The reason why Wong teleports him out of his cell to do the cage match uh-huh. for money, I guess. Right. Uh Seems out of character. It, it, it that didn't seem like yeah. I get you. That that was a little odd, but part of me says they did that in Shang Chi for something cool, and now they're like trying to piece it together a little bit. 
you know retro retrofitting it yeah i don't know it doesn't seem like very cohesive but regardless yeah, I I agree like with you. Long. that's true um and then we also got some stuff with she hulk deciding to like do some pr for herself and get uh get ahead of the rumors you know um i liked uh speaking of rumors which we you know regurgitate um i liked that when she was leaving the courthouse or leaving the facility someone was like is it true that you're you fathered abominations baby? <laughs> and then like it cuts to the other reporter, and the other reporter's like, new rumor claims that she hold fathered abominations baby. And, like that's exactly how it happens. Like one person like muses about something on Twitter, and then Giancarlo Esposito was rumored to be playing Magneto or Professor X. Yeah, someone asked him in an interview if he would like to do that, and he said yes. So now he's rumored to be playing Professor X. Yeah. So, I mean, um, that's fine. There was a lot of internet commentary here, Michael. Not Man, just that. I... I loved the, that. I loved the 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 man complaining. The incels, the incel complaining. A uh, little thirty second clip or whatever. Are you telling me they took Hulk's powers and gave them to a girl? Yeah, love it. After the Me Too movement, this is what we get. It was very much like it um, was so funny. Lori was cracking up. I mean, I would be if it wasn't so. Accurate. We'll see, but Lori doesn't get on the internet and see that stuff. You know what I mean? So she's just not bombarded with it. She's like, oh my God, that's so accurate. Yeah. Not like, oh God, this again. I'm at my wit's end with She-Hulk uh, for that reason. Um, not the show itself, but for the internet response. But it was like throwing gasoline on the fire. Like, here you go. Uh, here's what we're doing. But did you know that these were real comments, Michael? Were they? You can go to the Instagram. I think probably they're gone now, but... um on the Instagram, that. it's word for word comments with like thousands of likes. Not like they had to hunt for little like morsels below. They hunt for yeah. the good ones. They were just like, oh, look at the top comments. No, yeah, these were like major comments on the She Hulk. I think on the post where they announced the show. Um, so you know, it's not fiction. Uh, it's I, not something you could say is like blown out of proportion. I love like, it. I love how self aware that is, and like not hiding at all. I. I love it. I think, I think that's so. You great. like the approach of like tackling it head on yes, and not being hundred like, percent. I love that. I agree. I, I think this is the perfect show to do that. Uh, yeah, I don't think any uh, every show could do it like this, but this works so well in She Hulk. And honestly, it's one of those things where it's like it just makes you look more of a buffoon if you make those comments after seeing that. You know what I mean? It's just like, well, go ahead, say something else stupid. Go ahead. Let's let's hear it. Say something yeah, else. It's, it's embarrassing, isn't it? Like it is. I don't know. It's kind of humiliating to like echo what the show is making fun of. Like right. You're you're now a parody of yourself, uh, which is like kind of humiliating, the, I feel like. But I love that. But that would imply shame. Uh and they <laughs> well, don't have that. That's true. If you review bomb, you don't have any shame. Yeah. And that's not fake. Like I said, you if you YouTube She Hulk, like all the videos for some reason youtube is like the worst i think for that's where the incels like really uh thrive for some reason Mm -hmm. um that's where you see the uh the everyone with the hot takes i feel like but the the big yellow font in the thumbnail talking about can you believe woke woke garbage yeah something like that i don't know um it's on tiktok too but mostly i see people stitching idiots so i don't know i saw someone say uh a funny one it was like He's talking about how there's not enough lawyering in the show. Um, 
It's and 30 how, minutes. Like, there's plenty of how, lawyering. And how how could they not when there's a show like Better Call Saul, which has a, like a lot of lawyering, you know? Like uh-huh. how have they not taken a note from Better Call Saul? Um, and then someone stitched it and it was like, how has Better Call Saul not taken a note from the wildly successful Marvel shows and turned him into a green superhero giant you know like you could say that for literally anything like there's this successful thing how have you not done that you know like it doesn't make any sense of course not who would want she hope to be better call Saul or like law and order or something that's like that's boring you know gross tell me you've never picked up a comic without telling me we're not gatekeeping comics we're just saying you can't run your mouth online if you know if you're like ignorant i think you know uh, we'll see no it's not even that it's it's the comics have nothing the medium has nothing to do with it because that opinion is there regardless because there's plenty of people who read comics reading comics does not make you more or less anything it just amplifies whatever it is you're already reading it's like if you're only reading certain yeah. types of comic books you know well, I meant the She-Hulk comics. Oh, for, like, oh this is, sure, sure, This sure. is how they are, and people are like, Stan Lee's rolling over in his grave. It's like, no. I don't know. Like, That's an extremely ever, ignorant take, I think. Like, even, even like, she breaks the fourth wall on, like, her covers. Like, the old, like... Literally, She's yeah. daring you, like, begging you to buy the book or whatever. I liked the one in this episode when she, like, took her hands off the wheels of the car that she was in. She's yes. Like, I know there's cameos, but this is my show. This was very much... Everything in the show was talking to us, uh... Not us, but, you know, some people. Um, <laughs> I liked the end scene also, too, with the Wrecking Crew. Um, yes. The Wrecking Crew is not as, like, you know, cool as they are in the comics, though I don't think they are there either. <laughs> um, I think they're always a joke, I would think. I don't know. Yes. Is that true? Or yes. Not? Wrecking Crew are not cool. Okay. Well, I liked the I liked when she was, like, walking down a dark alley and got, um, you know, justifiably really scared because all these men were jumping her. And she's like, oh, wait, I'm She-Hulk. You know, I thought that was a cool moment. Um, right. It's like, yeah, she's like, oh, no, no. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. But we found out, I mean, there's like some kind of plot unfolding. They were trying to get her blood and they're working for someone. Right. Um, clearly, I think for? they're working for Mephisto. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we knew that. Or Modoc, maybe. Uh, or the leader. It could be the leader. Uh, I really hate the leader. You Guess, Michael. Who is it? Who, Put in your official prediction. Modoc. It's Modoc. No, okay. it's not. It's it's probably the leader. No, I don't know. Megan I... the Stallion. Eh. Don't um, you care? Oh, see, that's it. Then it's. Well, see, it's already been established that She Hulk would kill for Megan the Stallion. Oh yeah, true. It's established. So, so can we talk about the cameo really quick while we're here? Yeah, so the other storyline was the uh, shapeshifter. Uh, he was pretending, or the the shapeshifter was an Asgardian lady pretending to be um, Megan the Stallion and dating one of the lawyers. Yeah, some dude. Yeah, exactly. some dude that Jen knows. Yeah. Um, and like throughout the episode, I was like, "Where is she? When's she gonna show up?" You know. And she had that little right. bit at the end, and I was like, "I was not very satisfied, Michael, with the with the first there's only there's only one Megan the Stallion." Yeah. Uh, she's green the, screened in. <laughs> it looked like it. It did. Um, but then we got the after credit scene, Michael. This is what this is what everyone is raging about online. Not not to say it broke the internet, but this is the thing that did break the internet. It did, yeah. People have talked about this more than anything Marvel in a while, I feel like. Um <laughs> Lori loved it. Like, I thought it was great. I mean, 
What do you I'm want? trying I'm trying to like I really pride myself, I think, on uh, being able to see the other side of things and like give the benefit of the doubt, but I'm like I'm trying to see uh like why people would be mad at this. At um, at, at her dancing with Megan the Stallion? Yeah, and not other things. Like literally Peacemaker was like had a underwear dancing scene like a two minute long dance scene that every episode of peacemaker opened with a dance you know right um but that's fine and like the star lord dance scene but that's with john cena we had shazam chris Pratt. flossing in in his mm-hmm. movie uh there's just been so many before and it's like hard to not point out the dylan, one thing that's dylan, different. dylan you're forgetting she hulk is a woman i know yeah that's what i was getting at um, yeah and that's not acceptable is there another reason that i'm missing no she's green it fits within the tone of the show too, so it's not like a out no, of place it, thing. It was not even out of place. It made sense, and it was silly, like the previous post credits are. So it's not like they wasted a good end credit scene on yeah. twerking or whatever. So what's the reason? Misogyny. Is that it? it I don't want to believe yeah. that. It's. I guess it is. Yeah. It's. It's got to be. I mean, I'll, I'll come right out with it. I'm tired of it. If it, if if you're complaining about that, you have a problem. Just examine examine why you're complaining about it, please. Like, yeah, truly. Like, did you care about Peacemaker dancing in his underwear? Did you care about Star Lord dancing? No. Well, then what's the problem? Or like Joker on the top of the steps, uh, that dance scene, you know? Right. And I keep seeing a lot of people be like. Oh, the show is hypocritical because uh, it's like a feminist show and they're asking to not objectify women, but then they'll do the twerking dance scene. And like, I think maybe some people don't realize that like objectifying women is like from the person right. who's looking at who's who the, the witness, you know, it's not right. the, what, what the subject is putting out. It's on you. If you're objectifying someone, that's you doing that. that. Right. That's not the, the person. Right. You can't like literally invite objectify someone yourself. to objectify you, you know. So well, yeah, I'm sure there's a way, but I guess you could say, "Please objectify me. I'm an object." But like hey, dancing, man. isn't it? No, no, no so, matter like, the type of dancing. Just keep that in mind. If you're objectifying Z Hulk, that's what you're doing. You know, right? You could just, if you're like a dude and like you like this kind of thing, then like you can just like quietly be like, "I, I like this scene," like you know thank the Lord for it, you know? And if you're <laughs> right. like, not, if you're like not into it and you're like, Oh, that's a, some like ladies having fun. Then that's cool too. Like I'm, I don't see the angle where you're like, Ugh. people are very emotional about it. I think like that's, <laughs> I, it's a lot of emotional, bizarre. emotional men are getting really emotional about this. Um, well, yeah. I just wish they could control their emotions better, you know? Like, you know, just like, yeah, if they could stop being so emotional and just, you know, maybe like smile more and like. Isn't it better. funny? Isn't it funny that like the show, like people were mad in the first episode when Jen said that Jennifer Walters, I know, uh, I Jen. call her Jen. Yeah. She said that she's better at controlling her anger because she's a woman. She's had to do that her whole life. Uh-huh. Like, isn't it funny that the show is just proving that with the online reactions Comments? like yes. men are getting so emotional over these little it's almost marvel like, superhero memes it's almost like it was like scientifically engineered to prove a point i'm not saying <sighs> that it was but like it's almost that way you know like 
It's like there's yeah. the, there's the very simple setup, and then and then the follow through of her twerking with Megan the Stallion. It just, it's almost it's like perfect bait. It's this whole show is bait, but like in a good way. To yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love. I no notes. I wish I. <laughs> I um, Lori was mad that she's like that that it was that it's weekly. She's like, oh god, we got to wait till next week. It's like technically we don't have to wait till we only have to wait till Thursday because we watched it on Monday. Um, okay. I'm glad but, she's enjoying it. That's yeah, loves it. Loved it. Cool. She liked Moon Knight too, but this one she's like about. Did she watch Miss Marvel? Yes, she liked that one too. But this one different. 100% different. Yeah. Loves it. Like yeah, all Something about for it. everyone here. Definitely. But I think that's going to do it for us this week. Um thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. This is Dylan. Bye everyone. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. We're BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online. Ah. 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 Can you keep that in? Yeah, sure.